You are now listening to Stories of Self-Help by Mercy Me Community. Welcome back. This is Stories of Self-Help. I am Royce Porter, the founder of Mercy Me Community. Such a beautiful feeling in East Austin right now. I'm coming live from East Austin. It's been snowing over the last two days, which is so rare in our community. But I'm so grateful. I got to play in it. I've had snowballs thrown in my face. It's just enjoying the feeling. You know, enjoying the change. As we go into our practice, I want you to close your eyes. And I want us to just listen. Now, as we set this intention, let's observe our mind. Is it creating noise? Is it bringing up anything that you saw earlier? Do you hear lyrics? Do you think of your dream, what you wish to manifest, whatever you're working on at the time, your family, what's coming up? See, most people feel meditation is impossible because you have to train yourself and no one knows where to start. But that's forgetting the fact that all we have to do is go within and listen. This is something we have access to at all times, yet society never tells us that we have the power inside to feel peace, love, and happiness. Just by closing our eyes and listening. Now, if you can, I want you to come out of your practice and let's collectively come back into the space that we're in. Let's intend on maintaining our awareness throughout the day, allowing ourselves the stability and the fundamental groundedness that we need to maintain ourselves 
and the right frequency for today. of it from Royce over the years because I know he read it many years ago and it's just an influential book but I decided I wanted to actually read it myself cover to cover because I have heard so many people say it's the most influential book they read on um, like on Bigger Pockets podcast and Todd Millionaire podcast so I was just like I should probably actually read that for myself. Um, I'm on chapter one still, but um, I I know it's going to be valuable to actually read it. I mean, even things that you think you know when you reread or dig in deeper, you get so much more from it. So I think so far. I've already gotten a picture of, you know, not spending above your means, 
Um, I think right now that's probably uh, resonating the most with me. Um, just out of the first chapter, just, you know, making sure to not spend on things that aren't necessary to spend on. Um, so, yeah, I guess I will check back in when I'm done with the book, <laughs> see what else I've learned. So I just wanted to open this up as a conversation. Um, I think it's really healthy as a couple to talk about finances um, and just ask you, what do you feel like financial freedom is? Um, well, from... <laughs> Are we talking about from experience? From experience and... From our experience so far. Well, from ideal and then from our experience so far. And just, uh, how close that is to the ideal. Well, I guess just thinking about that, um, financial freedom just is really personal freedom. Just getting to be more true to yourself and, um, not have to worry if it's going to make you a dollar or not (laughs) (laughs) if other people are going to like it or if people are going to support it right yeah Yeah. um so authenticity yeah i feel like you get a different person after uh survival is kind of out the way and you get a more honest raw version of somebody that doesn't have like the dependency on Mm -hmm. How you feel about them or what you think about them right exactly yeah yeah not not scared you're not scared right you're right. not you're not living in fear that was one of the things that rich dad poor dad talked about you know everyone's already living, already yeah everyone's <laughs> you know a lot, a lot of people are living in fear because they've got to make sure they uh get that next paycheck right. you know and right. so you got to act in whatever way Right. Is gonna ensure you keep your job, or right. you know, in my case, my, my clients pay me. <laughs> right, right. Um, so I think you just, you know, you sacrifice things. It's kind of like at effect. Like you're more at effect to just what's going on, and uh, just um, having to be, just having yeah. to kind of act in accordance to someone else's mentality and I think financial freedom long term this because this conversation relates to long term too because if you're now if your family has long term financial freedom our kids you know can just go off into the world and just do what they love mm-hmm. and not even have to think twice about shelter food fundamental things and think about a lifetime of doing what you love you know it relieves so much pressure I would say financial freedom and just like wealth building just uh, over decades it relieves pressure for generations to come yeah 
Absolutely. I think it's really important still to pass down the foundational things that, you know, got that generation there because, you know. Because they say that, like, wealth can be lost in the uh, second generation 90% of the time. Yeah. And it's something about the kids not having the same grit. Right. You know, that, that it took to establish that wealth, you know. Mm-hmm. I feel like day-to-day is where that work takes place. You know, just establishing fundamental money management things day-to-day as a parent. And, you know, personal, you know, right. foundations too. Right. You know, how do you... What's your outlook on life? How do right. you how do you spend every day? How do you spend every thought? And I, even letting go, <clears throat> letting go of the idea of spending too, and just like how do you invest your debt? Yeah. You know how do you? It's all currency. How do you? Inv- if you're gonna take the same day that you would spend doing something, can you take that same day and invest it doing something? You know. That, I love that. You know, I feel yeah. like that'll shift everything to just have that intention mm-hmm. behind it you know yeah I feel that in our life really strong right now everything feels very much like we're intentionally investing it and it's so crazy because the like I just feel good you right. know not right. and not because of any outcome that I think is coming up it just makes me feel good right. to yeah. be spending my investing my time and energy and thought in a, a positive and growth-based way. So, right. and I just feel like that's a powerful um, idea in general. Just the idea of investing or being yeah. an investor. You know, I approach that with mercy. Just it's an investment, so I'm expecting the return to be over decades. So it just develops this innate patience. You right. know. And right. just same thing with real estate. We know, you know, it's deferred gratification for mm-hmm. something bigger, you know. Mm-hmm. So. But it feels good in the process, and that's yeah. what's so wonderful. Right. I mean, you know, I think that I think that's God. Right. Feeling that. Yeah. Reward absolutely. through the journey. Absolutely. All right. So, what do you feel like wealth is? And then we can close it with this. But, yeah, what does that mean to you? Get a little closer to I think wealth is, like you said, just being able to have freedom and spend your time or invest your time how you choose um, without the input of you know, having to make money and yeah, I mean that that's what it is to me because you don't you don't need like luxury surroundings around you all the time. Right. But if you can, you know, be there with your kids, you know, right. when you want to or hire a nanny when you don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> we have not gotten there yet. But yeah, I think I think that's wealth. You know, it's not it's not possessions. Absolutely not. I feel like wealth to me is 
service one, just being able to be used um, in a spiritual way. And then financial wealth is generational freedom to be able to be utilized in that same way. You know, and just allowing everyone that comes through our bloodline to have that same opportunity of being free and hopefully freer and freer every generation. And, um, and that inspires yeah. everyone around you too. So, you know, it, it's for more than just your lineage. Right. And I also feel like communal wealth is more important than individual wealth. Just a community, a body of people, um, establishing power structure relieves a lot of the <clears throat> trauma, you know. So I take, for example, like the Jewish community to, de- to come, you know, in droves and develop a power structure in all these different industries relieves a lot of trauma and they get to start a whole new chapter collectively and move freer, you know. Mm-hmm. And we've seen how that plays out. And I feel like we have that same opportunity in front of us to collectively uh, build wealth and then see the effects of that in society, you know? So I think that's more liberating than individual financial freedom. That can only go so far. Even family financial freedom can only go so far because everyone's not in the position that you're in. Right. You know? But if a community can do it, then uh, that could that could shift the pendulum for a lot of people and change the narrative. Absolutely. You know? yeah. Anything you want to add? I need to learn more about how that works. <laughs> <laughs> you are worthy of wealth. You are worthy, you are worthy, of, worthy of wealth. You are 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 worthy of wealth. I 
Touch your color. I feel your color. Touch your color.